0: What is up, all you Slashers and Survivor girls? Welcome back to another episode of the Creepin' Real Horrorcast. I am that good buddy Lunchbox, and man, it's good to see you guys again. And if you guys are brand new to the show, welcome. You know, we like having you guys here. Hope you guys stick around. Um, and But again, if you're, you're, you've been around, you know what, You know what's, what's, what's ready to come. You, you, we we already know. So, again i love that you guys are here and as always i got my co-host here with me peach peach you ready to do this yeah that's what i thought too um so i'm ready to jump into another episode i hope you guys enjoyed our last episode there with uh, deep blue sea um if you haven't gotten a chance to look uh, you know Take a little gander at that and go ahead and uh, jump on that a little bit later on, on after this episode. Um, and then also, I got my whole catalog ready to go. So yeah, you guys can pop on over and just start binging. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into this one. This one should be, uh, should be pretty fun. I like it. Uh, but before we jump into that, I like jibber-jabbering with you guys. So please, always, always, always drop me an email at creepinitreal.cm@gmail.com at uh you know throw me a movie suggestion whatever or if you like a little bit easier find me on the interwebs there with the instagrams and the facebookies at uh Real, and that's r e e l and uh, yeah drop me a line ask me how i'm doing i will gladly you know slap jaw with anybody and then if you have any movie suggestions please drop them i love finding out new movies to to go for and if if there's something you guys want to hear me review please i will love to do it um also i got me some merch if you didn't know already um but you can always go to uh, our instagram and there is a link on our in our bio you just click on that it'll send you right over to our red bubble page and you can just click and shop to you drop type of thing and all the designs are done by me so you guys are definitely helping out support You're supporting the local artists and helping our podcast so there you go guys go do it um, so this week i decided To not do the movie that I was thinking about doing before. Um, I (laughs) drive Meg really crazy. Because I do this thing all the time. Where I sit and I will go, Oh, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. And then I immediately put it down and pick something else up. And it drives her crazy just because I do it all the time. So, (laughs) lo and behold, I did it this week. So, as I'm scrolling through and I'm trying to decide on what I want, I end up coming across the movie we're going to talk about today, which is Hashtag #Alive. So, I am a like one of my favorite zombie films is Train to Busan. Um, it was it's a little bit newer, but it's it's just such such a good movie. Um And so something about like the foreign – like the the Korean and the the, the Thailand films, they always just tend to hit uh, better for me. Um, I always – like for instance, another one of my absolute favorites, uh, you know, foreign films is uh, Shudder. Like that movie just – like I cannot like say more good things about it. Like it is so – fucking good I think we actually did a Shudder episode um, I think it was about a year or two ago so I mean I can go through the catalog and scope that one out but man that those films they just tend to just hit so much better for me and so I was like you know what I haven't done a foreign film in a while, so it's like let's go ahead and do this one. And this one seemed really, really interesting. So I'm I'm ready to go for this one for sure. Um, now let's go ahead and get into the perts here real quick because it'll actually be pretty quick. Um, now there are actually only three real main players in this uh, movie. Two are uh, are heavy, and then there's one little extra. Now there's a bunch of Extras in this film, Uh, a lot of them are like you know zombies or uh, people that get eaten by zombies. Like there's one that's like it's a it's just a cop. Uh, She ends up having a really intense scene, but it's real quick. Like it's just she's cop one minute and then zombie next. So um, I'm not going to get too much into that. Uh, So I'm just going to focus on our main main players over here. Uh, I'm also southern and white so if i screw up a name eh, don't 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 get at me that that too often all right but let's get into this all right so we got hashtag alive from 2020 now this is a new movie so again spoilers are a coming you've been warned put a pause on it if you haven't seen it and then come back to this later i'll I'll, I'll still be here I'll, i'll wait i'll wait for you it'll be good so but if not Ready to go, so our main players. Uh, oh, John Woo is played by Yu Ahan. and then we have Kim Yobin, played by Park Shin and then we have the Mask Man, played by Jean bae So. So yeah, basically the whole movie is is focusing on Jun Woo. Uh, like I said, this whole thing is. It's an isolation movie more than just a zombie movie, which is really really cool. And then, as about halfway through, we get introduced to Yo ben and we kind of get this. It, it's a it's a buddy. Not I, actually, I was going to say buddy comedy, but it's not not comedy whatsoever. Um, but it's just like it's a. It's a survival movie between two people. Like it goes from one person to like a, a duo, and it's it, it works. Uh, the Mask Man ends up coming about seventy five percent away through the movie, but he's just a like it's just an added on character to the situation. Um, but now this movie, it came out on Netflix, and so there wasn't really a whole lot of like box office or bonus features to really say uh like I couldn't I can't see like what it actually took like to make the movie but it did end up grossing about 13.5 mil. Um I don't know if that's just like what they made like from Netflix or if it was like they had an overseas release and then Netflix ended up buying it afterwards. I'm not really sure about how that all went down. But there it is, thirteen point five, and uh, it did come out on twenty twenty. On it, you can see it on Netflix right now. Um, but when this movie starts, it starts really quick. Um, it, you don't really get a whole lot of time to like get situated and get you know your comfy pants on. It just kind of just throws you right into it, which is I I, I could definitely dig it. So. We get introduced to uh, to, to jun Moon and he he just wakes up in the middle of the day, and it turns out that he is a straight-up Twitch gamer. Uh, He loves to just play his computer, like, online games, and he live streams. Uh, He gets a lot of, like, uh, just subscribers and things like that. So, I mean, and people know him by his uh, gamer tag and and what have you so that's kind of like the world that he lives in uh, but it turns out that he also lived with his mom and dad and his sister and based off of just kind of the way that the movie opens up he wakes up in the middle of the day he splashes some water on his face and then he sees a, uh, he goes through the kitchen table and sees a note from his mom that uh, the family went out shopping for groceries because he didn't buy enough groceries. Like, so, assuming that she told him to go buy something and then he went and got almost nothing. Like, you know, probably like, you know, something along the lines of like Mountain Dew and Doritos or some shit like that. So, they went out to go get groceries and so he doesn't have a whole lot of food in the house, which also plays into the factor a little bit later down the road. So he ends up, you know, splashing some water on his face, grabbing a drink, and he just goes instantly right to to gaming. Well, right when he gets into a game, a bunch of his streamers are are chatting with him, and then all of a sudden they just kind of they stop and they're like, "Oh my god, you got to turn the TV on." So they you're like, yeah, flip it onto the news. And so they're like, and they're, they're all like kind of freaking out. So he stops, turns on the news and it's instant. Like, like they're talking about just these people that are attacking other people. And, and it's like, they're, uh, encouraging people to stay in their homes. Don't, uh, you know, all that's, you know, it's just your typical, you know, chaos, you know, be safe type of thing. But then out of nowhere, he hears just just carnage from outside and he opens up his like he's on i believe it's the uh ninth or tenth floor and he opens up the slider and he looks down and you could just see just people just freaking out and just running all over the street and they're just piling out of their apartment buildings and you could see cars crashing into things and people just running and tackling others and it's just it's just, it's in what's a simplest word is just chaos. Like it's, and it's something that, that, uh, that Jun Woo just cannot, he doesn't understand what's going on, but at the same time, it's more of like, he's just kind of like in shock. He doesn't know what is, what's happening. He It's like, it almost feels like it's one of those things where it's like, this is a dream. I'm going to wake up in a second because. This shit doesn't happen, and it's, it, it, it's happening way too quick. Um, like, there's one like you could see. Like I said, there's there's people that are like tackling others in between like the the cars, and this is like this is all from his point of view, looking down. And so you're not getting like the, the up close, but there's one that's really really crushing. There's this little girl. She, I mean, probably about. I would say a middle schooler, so like she, but she had like a little school bag on, and she's like calling for her mom, and her mom walks up, like like just walks up to her, and they have this moment of like like just defeated, but it was one of those like they don't know what to do, and so they just hold on to each other, but then out of nowhere, the little girl like rears her head back. And then, like a freaking shark, just chomps right on her mom. And then June Woo watches this little girl eat her mom, and it's just like that's just it set June like off. Just he just he just broke down and just started like freaking out. Like he, it finally realized that this shit's real. And then the fucking title card happens. Like that's all before the the goddamn movie really started. It's like the first five minutes, and it's just like, holy shit. Like, that's the way they kick this thing off, which is really good. So, as I mentioned, it's going to be it's the Jun Woo show, so we're following him. And the one thing that made me really happy with this movie is that he didn't do the stupid thing that everybody tends to do. Everybody would go, I have to get out of here. I have to go find my family. I have to go or you know, like, I mean, obviously like family is important thing, but that but they always leave the safety of wherever they're at. June did not do that. He ended up as in that first day, he's going around and he's like kind of trying to figure out what what he needed to do in his apartment and he ended up getting a text message from his from his dad. And his dad said, we're, we're okay. We're at, uh, I think, I think they said he was at, at one of the stores and, but there's uh, a problem. Like this was like just when everything was starting to kind of escalate up. And so he's like, oh, there's, there's a problem. You need to stay safe and you need to stay at, at the house. He's like, you need to survive. That was the last thing that his dad said is, you need to survive. And so June decided like, okay, I'm going to stay here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to, I'm going to hunker down and it's just going to be, it's just going to be him. Now, like I said, he didn't have, like his food was very, very scarce. Um, And then what was nice is that like, as like, the beginning of it he was able to play you know some video games here and there uh he watched a lot of the news um that was the main thing it was on um and then he was able to drink like a little bit here and there like some water and things like that but um like it was like what was another great thing was that they kind of give you um uh, the time frame so they were like, okay, they would start off as like, you know, day two and then they got into like day five and then it was like day 10. Like, so they, they showed the progression through there and they kind of gave you an idea of what, even though it's like, yeah, he was like run low on rations. It gave you that sense of like an urgency because he's like, oh shit, I, as an audience member, I know what he has left. And then on top of that, it's like, okay, he's been doing this for so long which is, I mean, which doesn't necessarily happen in, like, zombie films. Like, if you look back at, like, Night of the Living Dead, you don't know exactly. I mean, it was all, it was all like, done in, like, one night. But there's no, like, time frame as to, like, what was going, like, what they were doing within there. Um, also, it's like, like in, or in, like, Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead, it's like, we don't know exactly how long they've been down there. Um, they just kind of give like that. Uh, like, there's that one scene where she's got like, she's messing with the calendar, but it was like, it was like the dream. So, we don't necessarily know what, like, how long they were down there for. Um, we, I mean, we know it's a long time, but it's like, I, I like that they actually give the, like, a staple, like, here's this day, there's, there's like, and then you kind of go from there. Um, but as we go through it, The one thing like through each of the days I love that we could actually see the progression of his deterioration and that was something was it it worked out in the way of it's it felt more realistic than anything that I've seen like from a a zombie film before Um, and what was also really interesting was that I remember how that kind of felt because of COVID. Once we all got locked into our houses, it was just the amount of just the, the pressure of just that isolation just really started getting to you. And you could really see that in, in his character. Um, you could tell where he was doing that thing where his, his dad told him to survive. And he just, he just tried and it was like, it. but you could just tell it's like, he's still just a kid and he didn't know, he doesn't, he doesn't know what else to do. And so he's just, he's trying to make it work. And that, and that's something that you could see throughout this progression. Um, now there was one little scene that, that made me laugh really good, like <laughs> pretty hard was, um, so it was about, I think it was like the fifth it was like fifth or sixth day in and he is like really hungry, right? This is like just to the point where like the hunger is really starting to just get into him now. And he's sitting there watching the news and they're talking about the zombie outbreak and, uh, what initially is going to end up happening, like, you know, what's been happening with people. And right at the end of this uh the news segment, out of nowhere comes this fucking commercial. And he even says he's like it's just he's like he's like, really? Like you're gonna play a commercial now? And it turns out that it was a commercial for like an instant ramen. And the guy that they had on the ramen commercial, like he was just like just devouring this bowl of ramen to the point where it's like it's like god what a pig like and it's like excessively just gross it's just like <laughs> like he's just going to town but then like and you could tell like Junwoo was just getting annoyed that there was a commercial but then he was just like mesmerized by this guy eating this bowl of ramen and he was just you could see the hunger like just wipe over his face and then he had this like the spark of an idea. He forgot uh, like there was something in the cupboard, so he opens up the cupboard, and his mom left him a note saying, "Here, it's like here's a uh, you know something for you if you need it." And it was it was one of those like little instant cup of like the bowl of ramen, and. I, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Like, I don't think I've ever wanted ramen more in my life after watching that. I was just like, God damn! Like, I want, but I want like some good ramen, like some chashu, you know, <laughs> some some ramen. I want some, I want some legit stuff. Um, so yeah, but so he ends up finding the this little little cup of noodles and he heats it up and then he just he devours this cup of noodles as fast as he can. But it's one of those like the absolute joy and pleasure on his face while eating this cup of noodles. It almost makes it like it's, it's pretty much the best meal he will ever eat in his life because he's so hungry and it's just the satisfaction of actually putting something in his stomach when he knows that there is, you know, troubled seas ahead type of thing. And it's like, that is going to be the absolute best meal of his life. Um, <laughs> so that, that scene made me laugh. And then as it progressed on, it just, it became harder and harder to, to, to watch him because he just like, well, he ran out of water and then, like his, the water actually got shut off in his apartment building, so he had none of that. And then he ran out of food. And then there was a scene where uh, there was a bunch of explosions that happened um, across, like there's, there's like a, like a little, uh, like a, I guess it was like a river, like a canal, uh, like across from his apartment building. And there was a bunch of explosions that were happening. And after the explosions, the power gets shut off in his building. So he loses power, loses water, has no food, and the only thing that he has is uh his dad's uh liquor cabinet, which also is not good to do when you're, you know, dehydrated and things like that. You never want to, you know, go drinking, you know, whiskey and liquor and stuff like that. But he ends up having this this moment where um He goes down this like drinking binge because that's all he has and he ends up drunk and he starts hallucinating about like his his parents and his sister coming home um, and he gets to see them again. But then he ends up uh, getting this like for some reason his phone goes off and it's a voice message and – but he doesn't have the the, the best of signal, so he ends up trying to do this idea that he saw on uh, like their version of like YouTube. This guy was trying to get a better signal, so he put uh, his phone on the selfie sticks, and then he's like dangling outside of this balcony, like so he's on the other side of the rail hanging on to it and he's stretching out as far as he can to you know to try and get a signal and then he accidentally lets go and he falls off of the the building um so uh Jun Woo decides that he's like because he's like i have to get this you know I, I need to see what the voice message is so he does it and he reaches out and he's listening and it's his uh it's his father and there uh, the it's well, no, it starts off at the father and then the phone gets handed over to the sister. The sister says, "Oh, we're at uh, Dad's office and we' we're, we're blocked in. There's people outside trying to get in. and you can hear like the sister goes, oh, we're fine, we're fine." And then out of nowhere, you can hear the zombies bust in, and then it's just, like you could hear the, the father, the mother and the, the sister just screaming and it's like it's just a voicemail of just them just 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 blood curdling murder. Like it was just it's just bad. And Jinwood didn't like he it just crushed him. It was it was terrible. It got to the point where he was so upset that he decided he was that he didn't give a shit anymore and he was done. So he decided that he was going to go and take it out on what whatever was outside of his door. So he grabs a, a freaking golf club and just you know starts queuing zombies up, and he just starts like knocking their heads in and just clean splitting them. And uh, but then it gets to the point where he realizes that there's too many zombies and he can't deal with what was going out there so he just took out a couple of them and then ran back inside but because of that he so again it's like everything just starts to pile on even more so you have no food no water only alcohol no power and then on top of that, your family's gone. And it's like isolation. Like, you got zombies outside. There's a threat. Like, it's just, like, what else could you, fo- like, could possibly go wrong? And he, it got to the point where he just couldn't deal with it anymore. And there was a moment, like, earlier on. In the, I think it was, like, the fifth or, I think it was, like, the fifth day. He decided that he was going to take a picture of himself holding a sign. And the sign said, uh, I need to survive. And then he posted that photo on his social media with his address. And then a little bit later, after the whole shit with, you know, the food, water, power, family dying, all that stuff. And he just was like, like, fuck it he decided that he was going to go on his live stream and he pulled up the screen. He smiled at it. He said, hello. He laughed a little bit. And then he said goodbye. And then he shut the the screen down and then he got up and then he got up on a chair and went to go hang himself. Uh, Which is really dark. Like that is... It, like that scene was really tough because you, I could feel, like, like what he was going through. Like, cause it's just like they built it up so, so much. Whereas just like it was a slow progression of just like it's just a downward spiral. And then there's a scene where he like stands up on the chair and he's just looking at the noose, and he just kind of just, just just eyeballing it and then finally like he just puts his head in it and then just kicks out the chair and he starts to strangle himself but then in the middle of him like strangling himself a fucking laser pointer shines in and shines on on him and he finally realizes like oh shit there's somebody else alive and so he has to like try and save himself and he ends up uh breaking the the noose out of the uh out of the ceiling and he falls and he ends up and you know surviving but then he realizes that the laser pointer is pointing to different things around the room and he starts spelling out what the what the person's trying to tell him and it says don't be a moron and then finally like it, it turns out that it's it's uh, it's Yobin. She is in the adjacent apartment across the street from him. She's been watching him this whole time. Like she has been hunkered down just as long as he has, but she has been I guess more secure than what what he has been. Uh Yobin like she has got a little bit more food than he does. And also, she's been more prepared for any zombie attacks, um, if if any. Like, uh, like she'll set up like like booby traps in her uh, in the apartment. Um, she's got it like pretty well secured to where it's like if she needed to uh, like attack with something, like she's got like axes. Like she she has weaponry. Like she's 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 good to go. Um, but she sees. Uh, you know uh junwoo like about to off himself and she stops him and then he realizes like oh my god there's somebody over there and he's trying to talk they're they're trying to sign language but it's so funny because he goes right into that oh i don't know how to talk to girls thing and he gets all awkward and it's just it's very uh it's very weird, and she knows that it's very weird. Like, she's, this is, it's like, he's just an idiot. This is, this is stupid. But he just doesn't know what to do. And then it becomes this thing where he gets, uh, he's extremely appreciative of her. Because he even, like, tells her later on in the movie, he's like, if, if you didn't, you know, save me, it's like, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here. And she's like, well, I didn't, I didn't do anything. She's like, I just shined a light on you. You're the one that saved yourself. Like you you're the one that uh, it's like you had the drive to to, you know, keep going. Like that's the that's the kicker. Is that it's like, yeah, it's like I I was there, but you were the one that did the work. So it's I I like that a lot. Um, but the the dynamic between the two was really great because I like that they both had the same goal and they both had the same drive and yet there was they didn't have that 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 weird um, like clashing where it's like oh one person says oh well, we need to do this and then another person thinks that oh no we need to do that and it becomes this big you know back and forth type of thing they had the same kind of like like focal point throughout the movie like so granted they both know that they couldn't go anywhere because the zombies were just you know all over the place but at the same time it was how are they going to how are they going to get through it in in the place where they're at um so she's literally across the street and uh, one way that they were going to try to um, interact with each other was um, Jun Woo was like extremely hungry, like he was actually like in pain because like he was so hungry, and so she saw that, so she was like, oh, let me, like, she's like, I'll, I'll send you something. So the only way that she thought to get it to him was to tether a rope across the street. And then that way she could send you know things over to him well her idea was to t- like tie uh, or tape like a rope to a baseball and then throw it across but she just it didn't even make it halfway well then uh, Jun woo decided that he was gonna get all techie and since he's a, again big gamer nerd and stuff like that he also was like a, again tech nerd so he ended up getting out his drones and the drones play into a pretty good part of the film uh here and there um like the first time we see the drone he is uh sending it out and just kind of inspecting the area so that he can see like what's going on and it's a really cool shot because It'll actually show you like what else is happening on the other levels of the apartment building, and it's pretty much just again chaos, just zombies everywhere. Like it's on every single level, you can see just people being attacked in their apartment, uh, uh, you know, the housing and things like that. So, um, like that. That was the, the first cool shot. The second time uh, he used the drone, he actually took he tied a rope to the drone and then send it across to um, you know send it across to her and that way you know she could set it up and then she sent him like a bunch uh, bunch of food um, or you know what she had to spare type of thing just so he could actually have something to eat um, and then uh, after you know he was able to eat and he was actually feeling a little bit better he knew that he needed to um uh, go farming basically. and so uh, he I, he got pretty smart with it. Um, he ended up taping uh, towels to the bottom of his feet so that he wouldn't make like a whole bunch of noise to you know draw attention to himself. and he ended up finding uh, keys to a neighbor's apartment and went inside and it turned out that the neighbor, used to go mountain climbing and so he had like a whole bunch of like the you know climbing gear uh, things like that and then he ended up having like some like food I think it was like peanut butter some Nutella. uh I think there was like some beer and some water and things like that um, but the, the the key thing was uh, the guy had a, a couple of walkie talkies and so uh, June snag those up and then lo and behold the neighbor was there and was turned into a zombie and uh, you know clearly attacked June and there was a big struggle and you know fight June was able to get out of there and um, you know get everything else and go back to his apartment so then he ended up sending one of the walkie talkies over with a thing of beer and um, I think it was like a a package of uh, like instant ramen (laughs) which is really funny and so when when she ends up getting the the walkie-talkie and they're talking to each other it feels like a high schoolers like first phone conversation it's it's very awkward they don't really know how to interact with each other but it become they kind of get over that fairly quickly because like uh, you know she ends up saying like Like, I just want to talk about anything other than what's going on right now. Like, please, like, let's just talk about anything else. And so they start chatting, you know, just talking it up. And then, like, the next next scene is them. They're making ramen together. Like, so they both have their own pots. They got their instant ramen. They're on their walkie-talkies. And they're literally... They're walking through the steps together, like to to make the ramen, like so they're gonna have a meal together, which is really really cute, um, <laughs> but that was the th- and that was the the moment when uh, you know when when June was like I gotta thank you for saving my life and that whole uh, interaction uh, happened. Now, um, the one thing was to get into the zombies, because I haven't even touched on them yet. So the zombies in this film gave me a feeling of something from like Resident Evil. Um, Like in most zombie movies, whenever you get like, let's say you have like a walking zombie, right? So your heroes normally can just run through them right zigzag serpentine you know dip and dodge and all that good stuff and they they usually get through it the only time that they really get into trouble is when there is a massive group of them and they just can't you know maneuver uh some most of the time that's not terribly scary like because you know that's like okay there's a, there's an out there's a way to get get by um i think there was it was like that in um the night of the living dead too where ben was trying to get to the the gas pump and he literally could just run right through the zombies he knocked a few out but it was just like you could literally just run right through it there's no problem um Now, in, like, movies like Dawn of the Dead uh, from, like, Zack Snyder, like, with the remake, that one was much more terrifying because the zombies ran. It was one of those things where it's, like, if you were in their vicinity, like, you were just... You weren't... You were fucked. Like, there was no way you weren't getting out of that. Like, it was just... They were there, and then you were not. Like, it was bad. Um, It was it was one of those things where it's like they had to be more strategic with what was happening because the zombies were faster. Um, in this film, I felt like at every turn, no matter where the zombies were, there was, there was trouble. Like I felt like at every time, the like our our main characters came into contact with some type of zombie it was uh it, there was a panic and i didn't feel like there was an out um that and that was awesome to have that feeling for a zombie film because that means that the zombies were that big of a threat and they they felt more of like a monster than anything, and that was something where I like having my zombies in that mode. Um, the zombies themselves were fucking boss. Like I have seen a couple of reviews online, um, like just before I did the the recording, where they're like, oh, the zombies look like something out a thriller, or like you know because they do this like jerky thing when they actually turn and it's just it it looks a little weird but at the same time i'm in for that like it's i don't like it where it's just oh they just turn come and it's like i've seen that way too many times where it's like oh the person dies and then they just their eyes go white and then boom no this is like they freaking like rot you could just see their skin just morph and then like they just contort it's and like and they're scary as shit. Like they will like growl and it's like an instant predator. Like they just lash out you and it's you're, you're done. It's like if you're not if you're not in the in the mode to fight, you're you're gonna get got. Um, but yeah, so the zombies were fucking terrifying and it's just it's not just the one. It's all of them. Like in every scene, like because it's in a. Uh, small like apartment community uh, like there's it's just everybody was basically a zombie at that point and so like there was one scene it was really cool like they kind of set it up uh, nicely earlier on so our our two heroes are our, our survivors they are uh, trying like it starts raining and so they put out their pails and And they're collecting rainwater so that they can have water, right? And later on in the movie, um, uh, June hears the rain going. He's like, oh my God, it's raining. We got to get our pails out. So he goes to get the pail out and then he notices that it's completely dry outside. Like it's just completely sunny. There is no rain. And then, and then (laughs) it's like, and then Yobin, she looks over, she's like, that's not rain. It's so many zombies running around the apartment uh, building that it sounds like it's raining. Like it's it's their feet running around. And it's like that's absolutely terrifying. It's like a whole bunch of ants just swarming in one little area. Um, and so – and this is a, like in, in Yo-Ben's apartment complex that she's hearing it, And it's so loud that – that june thinks that it's it's rain and so this is when um it's it's another thing with the zombies that the zombies are more aware of of everything so it's not like um if they happen to get a sense of you that they'll go after you it's they if they see that you are in a certain area they are going to come after you um which is crazy so like uh, after June does the, the tether across with his drone, they forget about the baseball that's on the ground that's still tethered to her, her pole. Well, she hears the tether being tugged on, and then she looks over the side and sees that there's a, a zombie firefighter that's looking at the tether, and he's kind of making out what, what it is, And then he looks up and sees her, and he just kind of like, oh, like, and he goes on the hunt. He, like, climbs up the tether, and he's climbing up the side of the apartment building. And that is, like, the most terrifying thing ever, because it's like, zombies don't do that. They don't ever climb up side of buildings to go after their prey. Like, that's... Like, usually it's like you have to be, like, literally in front of them, and then they go after you. Um, no, this is... He made the effort to go after her. Um, and, and it's like... And the majority of zombies did stuff like that. Um, that scene was really funny, too, because uh, that was the third time... Third and final time that June used his drone. Um, so he was trying to... Bu- oh So when the, the tether was being pulled by the, the fire zombie. He pulled and it yanked a table and it knocked out, um, it, yeah, knocked, knocked her out, uh, and it knocked out Yo Ben. And like, so she was out for a little bit while the zombie was coming out. So June was trying to buy her some time. So he got his, his third drone out and was flying it towards, uh, the zombie and it felt very much like a King Kong movie. Like it was just Kong just up on the building. He's just like swiping at, at, the, at the flying machines. And uh, <laughs> so it was really funny. But then the zombie ends up grabbing the, the drone because it's pissing him off. And he breaks it. And then as he turns around, Yo-Ben comes up with an axe and cuts the, the zombie's hand off. And then he falls off the, the building and then goes splat. Um, so that was a really, really fun scene. Um, but that also, like, the rest of the zombies look up, see Yobin there, and then they all rush up the building, or uh, not the side of the building, but they go in the building after her, so it's, it's just really cool just to see that the zombies, there was a certain type of drive, and it wasn't just an animalistic or like a lizard brain type of thing like they actually had some type of like predator uh instinct on them like so it was that was kind of cool um and like i said the zombies also look extra boss so that helped out incredibly much so uh, i was all about that um now as our Survivors end up getting into the, the mode. Um, after they see that the zombies are coming in, they realize that they cannot stay there anymore. Uh, it's just getting... It's, it's too chaotic and too dangerous. So they are about to leave, and it's funny because June gets in this mode like, you know what? I'm okay if they eat me. I, I'm... It's like we're all gonna die sometime, so it, you know what? What's it matter? And then almost like instantly, like I think it was like maybe like a minute or two after that, he's like, you know what? No, I, I'm okay. I don't want to die. <laughs> and she's and and Yo-Ben's like like God, like why are you so stupid? Like just stop thinking that way. Just like come on, let's do this. And so she uh, is has also had a background of um, like climbing and, and and things like that. Um, so she is well versed in like, I-, I guess it's like a mountain climbing thing. So she can, or like spelunking type stuff. Um, she said that she has like a fear of heights cause she fell when she was a kid. But so I don't know like what the extent of her like climbing background would be, but, um, she ends up getting like setting up this like rope and then she, tells uh june she's like all right let's get like go ahead and get ready and june's just like kind of sitting there twiddling his thumbs and then she goes like hey, one two three and she just fucking jumps right out of the goddamn apartment window with the rope and she just like swings all the way down to the you know to the the base floor and it's really cool. Like, I mentioned to you at the beginning of the episode, like, she did her own stunt on that, which is incredible. So, um, I thought that was really neat, and it was funny because the shot that they had was all in, like, one take, and if you guys have ever, you know, listened to our old, like, podcast and stuff, you know that I do love me a single shot format. So with that like so she scales down the the building right and then when she gets down to the main the main floor it's like instant zombies like there is nowhere for her to go the zombies are automatically just already on her and she is just hacking and slashing her way all the way through and the action sequence that she like is going through is just is so much fun but it's also very intense because it's one of those like i'm just waiting for her to get bit uh i'm waiting for like just too many zombies to come up on, on her, or maybe she just accidentally got bit like as she was trying to get away you know on her ankle or some stupid shit that always ends up happening in zombie films but in this one it worked like she was a complete action hero badass um like so she's hacking and slashing like there's one scene uh, or one part of it was really cool so she gets to this car and a bunch of zombies jump up on the car and then one uh kind of runs like bot like is coming by her so she slams the door open knocks one of the zombies out and then she comes jumps in the car and and a bunch of zombies jump in after her. She goes out the other side. She slams the other door into the the zombie, and then she turns around and, like in the same motion, slashes another one like right in the face. And I'm like with her with her axe. I'm like, that's so like just the sequencing on that is just incredible. But what's also great is June is watching this whole thing, and he is just. In awe, like he just thinks that she is just like so goddamn cool. Like he's he's just amazed by her. But and and actually made this next part made me happy because as she's like starting to lose it, and you know there's it, it, she's kind of getting overwhelmed with the zombies. Out of nowhere, June is has now like come out of his apartment to come out and help her, and he just starts cracking zombies over with his uh his trusty golf club and and things like that so i was like i was kind of worried that he wasn't going to leave the apartment for some stupid reason but it it was one of those like when you see him you're like all right cool like buddy time let's go um and so the two of them you know fight 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 and the idea is that over in June's apartment building on the 8th floor, uh, Yobin has actually been monitoring that building. I mean, obviously, because they, they had nothing else to do. But she's noticed that there's been nobody on the 8th floor. So she thinks that that would be a good safe spot to try to get in and hold up together, but then also see if there's any way for them to uh, scavenge uh, for food or, or anything like that so it's just a nice way to to kind of get a little bit of extra time um, you know for survival and things like that so they fight their way up to the eighth floor and then they're knocking on doors trying to open them up and then finally the last door that they try she goes to open it up and all of a sudden this she opens it up and this guy, is standing there he's, it's the masked man and the masked man brings her in and then he throws a smoke uh grenade out uh towards uh june and tells june to get inside and he's throwing the smoke grenade to try and and distract the you know the rest of the zombies and stuff like that and they finally get inside and he locks it and he barricades the door and it turns out where the the masked man, he's just so happy to see both June and 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 uh, Yo Bin, and he's just like he doesn't know what to do. He's just like he's trying to be you know courteous and and helpful, and he's just like uh, like do you guys you know need anything to drink? I got some food. Like you know, please you know like make yourself a home. Like he's like he's just trying to be helpful and and genuine at the same time, but um. So, both you know June and Yo Ben, they are sitting there like across the table from them. After they kind of settle down and and come down from the you know just the intense battle that they just had, and the masked man is is asking them like, oh, like you know, how did you guys get here? Like, what have you guys been doing? Like, how did you survive? Um, you know, he's he's praising them for surviving that long and uh, you know just keeping things going. And he's just trying to get their story and and talk about it. And so he takes a a bottle of water and he pours it for him. And he puts it in front of him. And it's interesting because Yo-Ben just looks at the glass and she doesn't want to drink it. And June sees that she doesn't drink it. And so he doesn't want to drink it right off the bat. Even though like June is like... He is thirsty, like that. That he really wants that drink, and so they don't know how to, like, if they could trust this masked man. Um, and the masked man understands. He's like, I, I. He's like, I get it. It's like you, you guys are, you know, in survival mode. So you're just wanting to make sure you you protect yourself. And so he ends up drinking the drink himself, and then that kind of gives the cue, like, okay, like. You know we should be fine, and so June just starts down in the water, and then uh, you know Yobin like she starts drinking, and then the the guy's like, oh well, I can give you guys some food, and so they opt out for uh, I think it was like a can of spam, and then there was like another canned food, which I thought was also another smart move on them because it's like okay, well there's no way you know for him to possibly tamper with anything that's been sealed and and canned well lo and behold uh as they're eaten uh yo ben is looking around at the apartment like she's now instead of just focusing on the masked man like she's looking around and she's noticing in the apartment that there's pictures of like uh, a wife and a kid and and him and but there's nobody else around so he's kind of like Or she starts to ask, she's like, well, what, like, are are you alone? Or what happened to your, you know, what happened to everybody else? And all of a sudden, the music and the mood just changes. Like, it, it turns on a dime, like, really, really quick. And then out of nowhere, June just, boom, drops out and he just passes right out. And it turns out that the masked man did actually drug their drink. And get it to the point where it was—it wasn't going to kill them, but it would—it would knock them out. Um, and and uh, Yo Ben, she started to fall asleep too. And the masked man said, "It's like I'm, I'm only doing this to to keep her alive." Um, and he starts to talk, but it's like you don't really understand what he's saying. And then he takes, like, he drags Yo Ben into uh this room it's like a baby's like nursery and there's like there's like little blood on the walls and things like that and it's really creepy um with that, that effect and so he drags her in there and Yobin's kind of like out of it a little bit. Like she didn't have as much as, as, as June did. So she's a little bit more aware than than that. And as she like kind of sits up she, she notices that there's a woman in the, the next room, like on the floor, and it turns out that it's the masked man's wife that is turned into a zombie, and he's got her in the room tethered up to, like, it's like a bunch of belts that are connected together that are tied around his wife's, like, waist that's holding her and then there's, like, these loops around the, the, the floor that the belt goes through so that he can control her from the other, like, from outside of the room. And he can hold her and, like, kind of keep her on a leash, basically. And so he's got her on the leash, and he's slowly letting, uh, you know, letting loose on it so that the wife uh, can go and attack uh, Yo-Ben. And... It's such a creepy and terrifying little scene because he's just slowly letting her go. And then finally June wakes up and he's got a gun and he points it at the masked man. And the masked man says, Alright, you have a you have a choice. And he's like, You can go ahead and shoot me or and he just lets go of the the tether and that and you hear this like the Yobin like scream because the wife just like is you know, free to attack, and then June rushes down, grabs the the tether, and then tries to you know hold, hold you know hold the, the wife back, and then uh, the masked man ends up hearing, you know the screams stop, and he turns to June. And he's like, I did it because I knew she was hungry. It's like she hasn't eaten in in days. It's like he still thinks that his wife is not dead, like or you know is not a zombie, like he still sees her as, just like and that's where it's like like in his mind, like she's still still there. Little part of me, I'm happy that they didn't do like a zombie baby or anything like that in this one. Like that would have been a little bit, a little bit, a little bit too much. Um, But, so. He was mentioning that to June. He's like, "Oh, I, I like I needed to, like she needed to feed, and this is the only way that I knew that I could get her to eat, because um, she hasn't eaten in days, and I wanted to make sure that she would that she was full, and yada yada yada." And then he opens the door, and the wife lunges at him, and bites him on the neck and takes him down, um, and Yo Ben is is like fine like there was no no harm done to her um but so the thing that really killed me about that part was even though the wife was biting down on the, the masked man's neck and killing him like like he they were on the floor like she was on top of him and he put his arms around her like he was like giving her a big hug like it was like his final like his final hug and then he like started like caressing her head like like rubbing her yeah just rubbing her head like lovingly as she's like gnawing on his neck and he was you know saying like oh like how sorry he was for for failing her and all this other stuff but it was just such a weird like it's it's such a creepy moment but is at the same time is also equally as sweet and it's it's just one of those like like the guy needed to go because there was no, there was no way that he would be able to survive in that world. It was like he was just too far gone, and so uh, Yo Ben ended up putting two bullets, uh, one in each of them, and, and ended them. So it was like, that was a really, really, really hard uh, scene to see. Um, but after that, uh, they were able to get you know, kind of keep progressing on. They were told that there was going to be a rescue team that was going to be coming around. Um, and so what they were end up doing, they actually saw a bunch of the helicopters. And so they were like, well, well shit, we got to get up to the, the roof and try and see if we could flag flag them out and see if we can get saved. Well, same exact thing. like They they bust out of the, the eighth floor. And they're trying to make their way up to the, you know, up to the roof, and it, it's one of those things where it's like it's just it's, like it's just chaos and it's just zombies. Every like at every every scene that they're not in a room that like, there's some type of zombie. Like it's just it's just what it is. Um, but the thing of this one was really funny. Was um, so they they bust out of the, the eighth eighth floor room june throws a couple of smoke bombs that for distraction and he starts cracking them over the the head with his golf club like he usually does but the great thing was yo Bin because she set up like this battering ram like she it was a shopping cart with like a bunch of like sharpened like chairs that were flipped around so you, you just get the the, the legs that were sticking out and she put a helmet on and she just started just just big old battle cry and just like ran right through these zombies and i was like that was fucking great um like I, that made me really really smile the macgyver like just it was just too good um just for her to just put everything together and then just make it work and for that, that little moment um, but once they got up, they, they worked their way all the way up to the roof, uh, barricaded the the roof door uh, with, like, a little, like... Uh, I think it was, like, a couple ladders that they had up there. And it turned out that there were no helicopters. Uh, they, they just missed them. And so they were up on the roof. June kind of lost it, and he started, like, crying and you know screaming and he's like i need to survive i need to like we need to live and i need to you know we need to keep we need to keep going and then all of a sudden you know ben started also saying it and then right at the the moment when she starts you know joining in on the the we need to live part the barricade breaks open and then all the zombies start rushing out um, onto the roof And it's one of those kind of situations where they're really... The only way to survive is probably... Well, not to survive, but the only way to not get eaten is to just jump off the goddamn roof. Um, But uh, they still had their gun. Uh, June got two shots off and took down two zombies, but there was just way too many for them to, to even take. But then, lo and behold... As like a fucking magic genie just a helicopter just pulls right up with two marines with big old fucking uh, AK-47s and just started just laying waste and just dropping bodies like it was nothing so it was just it was like perfect timing type of thing but and also it kind of I thought it was kind of weird that it was like did no one not hear the helicopter It's like those things are really loud like and this thing is, like, right next to the building. Like, it's... There's no way that they... The whole time they were like, oh my god, I don't, there's no helicopters. We don't see anything. And then it's, like, it's below them. It's like, that's... I'm pretty sure they could be like, oh yeah, wait. No, it's right there. No, we're good. Um, so, but the, the military shows up. They blow away all the zombies and they, they get, you know, our, our survivors onto the helicopter and they you know take them away and and they survive um now the great thing about this ending is at the end they mentioned to them about like how they were found and it was all done through social media so the military what they were doing was they they were getting fed like um I guess it was like, like keywords and things like that, like survival and and, and uh, life and uh, you know just like you know, those those hot words or whatever, and so what they were doing was like anybody that was needing help during this you know this situation, they were finding them through social media and they were going to those places to pick them up, and at the beginning of the movie. June took a picture of himself says I need to survive and put his address on there and that's how they found him um and so I was like that was really cool uh so the at the end of the movie I think one of my favorite parts of it was so it looked like it was him texting and it said uh it's like I like I need to survive or or I will survive or or it's like or something along those lines. And you could see it deleting. Like so it's like they, they typed it out, I will survive, and then they deleted it, and then it just said hashtag alive. I was like, Oh my god, they used the fucking name of the thing that they're in that they, they, they did it. Um, so and I I always love when they they do stuff like that, but it made the movie Make even more sense, like as far as like for just why they made it for that that title, um, but yeah, just hashtag alive, and it's just like because there's so many of those, um, you know, where you have like if there's a a, a situation like like uh like because uh, I'm in uh, Florida and we had a bunch of hurricanes. On Facebook, you could do a thing where you could post like, "Oh, I'm okay," or you. It's like, "Oh, like you know, Craig's doing okay," or you know, whatever it is. Um, so it's just like it's like a it's a it's a nice little check in, and that's kind of what I felt like was with that with the hashtag alive. So that made me really really smile um, on that. So uh, let's go ahead and I think I think I'm ready to wrap this up. I think you guys can already feel where this is going. Um, for this one on my skull rating, I am going to go ahead and I think I'm going to give this one a, a solid four. I really enjoyed this film. Um, the thing about this I think I enjoyed the most out of it, uh, Zombies, really boss. I love the threat and the intensity of the zombies. Uh, they were really, really cool. I couldn't get more. Like It was, it was just so good. I can't say more good things about them. Um, But I think the favorite part about this is the isolation and the simplicity of the story. Um, Just having just the one character that you follow around and then having that character, you're just seeing that downward spiral and then out of nowhere, just that one little moment of, Somebody there to help him and just to give him that extra little like that little bit of hope is fucking great um and then you know yo ben like she was great like it even though she wasn't like your straight up action character she had enough gusto and you know and balls to do what she needed to do um but you could definitely see that there was she was still just a regular person, and she was still tra- dealing with her own uh, situations. Like there was like that one scene where, um, like sh- uh, she was talking with June, and then she started looking around her room, and then you look like she looked over to the right, and you could like she looked up, and there was a noose in her room too. Like she was about to off herself as well, so. It's like she wasn't as uh, as super strong as what we were, you know, all making her out to be. Like she was also she had some chips in the armor as well, um, which is great. So again, I thought their story was awesome. The characters were I thought were great. Uh, zombies were fantastic, and it was simple. I I really dug it, and so that's another foreign zombie film that I'm like all about. So. Uh, this is definitely going into my. Uh, it's a definite watch for sure. Um, yeah, Train to Busan I think is is still my my number one, but this one is. I'm 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 definitely going to highly recommend it for sure. So yes, so I got a four out of this one. So uh, I would like to hear what you guys thought of this movie. Um, if you guys want to, you know, reach out to me, let me know. Uh, again. Go ahead and email me at creepinitreal.cm@gmail.com at gmail.com or Instagram or Facebook at creepingitreal, R-E-E-L. And then, again, please, I need to – I really want to try and build this community. And so, yeah, the more you connect with me, the better. I love it. Um, and then, again, to keep plugging away, yeah, go to uh, our Instagram. Hit that link for The Red Bubble. And you can just buy some merch. I mean, they got tons of stuff, and you can customize it to whatever you want. So, like for instance, the the like the T-shirts, right? You can if you want. Like I uh, have like my favorite little design is our like the old classic Halloween cat uh, like logo. So it's just a big cat. But the thing is, like, let's say you wanted a red T-shirt you could put it on a red t-shirt. You can have red, black, blue, yellow. You can pick whatever color you want. Also, if you like baseball tees, you could put it on a baseball tee if you want. So you can customize it to however you want. And on top of that, not only do they have like t-shirts and hoodies and uh, dresses and every, like all their like apparel, you can actually put all those same designs on things like book bags, duffel bags, uh, they have canvas bags. You can get them on bath mats. You can get shower curtains. You can get laptop covers. You can get cell phone cases. They got everything and all like. And I have gotten a whole bunch of stuff from from them before, and the quality is fantastic. Like most of my cell phone cases are all the like the custom. Dealies from Redbubble, and these things are holding up phenomenally. So, highly recommend. And again, the more you guys, uh, you know, purchase out, the more you guys help support this channel for sure. So, I definitely appreciate that. And always remember, like, share, and subscribe. Do the whole YouTuber thing, you know, you you know, you know what that thing is. You, You heard it way too much. So, but that is hashtag Alive for you. Um, I can't wait for next week. I have no idea what I'm going to do, so we'll see. But till then, I have been the Good Buddy Lunchbox. I can't wait for next week, and I hope you guys have a good one as well. I'll see you guys later.